Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam from Pro Wrestling Overtime. And I really thought that I was going to stay up late last night and cut a episode on Money in the Bank predictions. I really didn't do that. I was up and down last night, but I was doing some betting stuff. I was doing some national sports stuff. And I was more or less processing Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary. That was, in ways, better than I thought it would be, but in other ways, wasn't. And I'll explain that on an Impact episode, because we've got to get into Money in the Bank. Happens tonight from Fort Fort Worth, Texas. I know we had fans at WrestleMania 37 this year, but they weren't full. And I think a lot of those tickets got scalped up by scalpers. And they just sold them, you know, to whoever. WWE kept a lot of them for their sponsors and everything like that. I think we see real, true fans here in Fort Worth. Or at least I hope we do. Because it'll definitely make the pay-per-view better. I'm also hoping that since they have seen the fans on SmackDown, I hope they judge this pay-per-view and it changes directions of some storylines that we know where they're headed and some storylines that are rumored to be where we're headed. So, let's just get into the card. Um, let's talk the Mysterios and the Usos. Had you offered me this match two years ago, a year ago, I would have loved it. And I'm not saying I'm not going to love it tonight. I think they will put on a very good wrestling match. I think the problem is Roman 
and Ray, with Dominic trying to back up his dad, has been the storyline. The last couple weeks, we haven't seen Jay. Before that, we hadn't seen Jimmy. And so I don't think the Usos have properly been built to be have anything against the Mysterios other than Ray fighting with Roman. That was really rushed. There was no way anyone believed that Ray was going to beat Roman. And I'm kind of glad that they put that Hell in a Cell match just on SmackDown. It would have been horrible on the pay-per-view. And people would have complained. There wasn't enough emotion there for it to warrant a Hell in a Cell. These teams go back. They're both from founding, not founding, but wrestling families, I guess I should say. Um, all of them grew up, obviously, loving wrestling, working on wrestling, being with someone around that trained them and helped them. Unfortunately, I truly believe that Dominic is the one that somehow screws us up and probably takes the pin and the Usos grab the gold. So we've got them kind of looking like the elite. With Kenny, Ma- Kenny Omega being the belt collector, the Young Bucks have the AEW tag team titles, and then the Good Brothers have the Impact titles. So now we're going to have Roman and then both Usos having gold. Um... I don't know whether I like that or not. I guess it's going to depend on how they play. The advertisements. And that's usually a clue. The advertisements, when you see them, I think I talked about them in a a news and rumors update probably about a week or two ago. That you saw... For the next couple shows to get to Slam, uh, uh, SummerSlam, is Ray and Dominic taking on Roman in handicap matches? So that doesn't make any sense to me. And it's, I mean, is Roman trying to get them back because they beat the Usos? Or is he at, is Ray still after him? I think a lot of it has to do with typical WWE promotion. They are hoping this Friday night John Cena will be able to show up. They're hoping he will be the SummerSlam match for Roman. 
but they were unsure if he's going to go on the road, which everything I'm hearing, he's willing. I don't know whether it's a WWE doesn't want to pay him or they don't think he needs to be on the road. I don't know what they're doing. They're canceling shows because they're not selling tickets. Put John Cena on the card. But uh, I do, I think the Usos probably cheat tonight somehow. And I do think they get the gold. Now, the next tag team match for the gold is AJ Styles and Almost versus the Viking Raiders. I don't like AJ Styles in a tag team. Maybe I don't like him with Almost as his tag team partner. I don't know. They don't fit. They don't have chemistry. I don't see AJ in a teaching role for Almost. And so, I want them to give up the belts so that AJ can go back to his singles career. Why? And I know he says he's getting older, he has aches and pains, and he wants to put over new talent, blah, blah, blah. Guys, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he does believe that. AJ Styles has an ego. He wants to be the best. He wants to be known as the best. You can't tell me, as a Bullet Club member, AJ Styles does not want to be doing what Kenny Omega is doing. They were both leaders of the Bullet Club. And if AJ Styles watched the Impact Slammiversary pay-per-view last night, saw Jay White, the Switchblade, show up, and then supposedly Tama and Tamina Tonga showed up also. And Impact Wrestling is where AJ got his claim to fame. He has to have that in the back of his mind. But they're not going to lose to the Viking Raiders. They haven't built the Viking Raiders up powerfully enough. Yes, they've won like two matches. I don't really care. Until, you know, they beat the New Day. Till, till they go beat the Street Profits. Till they... Uh, Beat RK Bro. I hate that. But they've got to prove themselves. They just popped up on TV. Da 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 da. And we're here. And now we want some matches. Oh, we won two matches. So put us on a pay per view. That's not how it's supposed to work. I hope this is a squash match. I hope this is a filler match. And it was a match to get AJ Styles on the card. But they've got to end this soon. The problem is they don't have any tag teams. I really, really thought 
that they were going to lead up to another thrown-together tag team taking the belts off of AJ Styles and almost in Randy Orton and Riddle. But we'll have to wait and see. Let's talk women's uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. We've got Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and Tamina Snuka. Tamina really shocked me when they named her as the final participant. But then when you think, who else are they going to name? This is unlike any other ladder match that I've seen. For the simple fact, usually you have two, sometimes way more, but at least two superstars in the match. And, I mean, if you want to call Asuka and Alexa Bliss superstars, um, I might give you that argument. If you're wanting to go Asuka and Natty, I don't know. Yes, she's a tag team champion, but... Um, I think we see a good show. I think TJ Wilson choreographed stuff amazingly. And he has just been a natural at that. So I think we see a lot of good moves. Maybe some moves that we haven't seen from the women before. I know the favorite is Alexa Bliss. If they can figure out some mystical, magical way for her to win and it be creative and it not be completely stupid. I'm all for Alexa Bliss carrying around the briefcase. I think the crowd would absolutely love to see her be able to go back and forth on both shows, threatening to cash in, skipping, holding the briefcase, swinging it down to the ring, and they think, oh my god, she's going to cash in, and she doesn't. I also would like to see her against or torturing Bianca Belair. You know, someone doing a move that gets Bianca not incapacitated, but groggy out of it, and here comes Alexa Bliss's music with the lights dimming and she's skipping, and Bianca is like, what is she doing? You know, I like for them to keep that a mystery. I would love it. You know, NXT, 
Raquel Gonzalez is in a match. Lights go dark. You hear this creepy music. You see Lily flash on the screen. And then Alexa's standing on top of the announcer's table. You know, I think that would be enough to get Dakota going. So, I think there's all kinds of things they can do with her if she wins. I don't think she wins. I think way too many people jumped on it. And I think with the fans back, number one, they kind of want the fans to be happy. But I think they also, with Bruce and Kevin Dunn, they don't want the fans to be in control. I truly think it will come down to Nikki Cross or Nikki Ash. I think that's stupid. Um, just call her Nikki. Uh, but Nikki Cross or Liv Morgan. I think they need to make a star here. Um, I was really almost disappointed. I didn't think she'd win it. But I was kind of disappointed that Sasha Banks was advertised for Friday Night Smackdown. And I thought for sure Sonya would get talked into putting her in Money in the Bank. Instead, they gave it to to Mina, and that's fine. But I think they would have had more fun doing creative stuff with Sasha. Number one, she's used to it. She's extremely athletic. She takes direction well. She comes up with a lot of her own stuff. Her and Asuka in the ring, they should be able to create magic by now. And with a ladder in there where they can jump off of it, they can use it, they can, um, you know, swing it or swing off of it, hit the, the rope. And I think Sasha would have brought a lot to this match. And then you could have had the Alexa Bliss Sasha Banks interaction that they probably needed to tease a future storyline or to get the fans excited about a future storyline. But I don't know, with Bailey now being injured, they had to pull Carmella out of it, and <clears throat> there is a hole there. I haven't really gone into a lot of detail about that hole, but when you looked at the advertisements of the matches that were sent to the different stadiums, up until SummerSlam, you were going to see Bianca Belair versus Bailey in the house matches. So they were going to kind of keep that storyline going. Um, and keep 
kind of getting her ready for something. Obviously, Carmella did not win on Friday night. Is she going to win this coming Friday night? Um, Probably not. I don't know. I want to see what happens today. But... I think one way of doing that is having someone like Alexa Bliss win the briefcase and torture her. Even though she's taking on people. I wish they would let Bianca take on Zelina and Natty and Tamina and, you know, all the rest. Don't just pigeonhole her with someone. And I hope sometime in this Money in the Bank ladder match, that we do get an appearance by Sasha Banks. It's Money in the Bank. That's what you're supposed to be excited about. I hate that it's the event right before SummerSlam. I hate it. Um, I don't think we see Becky Lynch. I know so many of you uh really want to see her. Uh I I know they were like, oh she's backstage at SmackDown. She's gonna be at SummerSlam. Uh guess what guys? Her husband's in it. Why wouldn't she be backstage at SummerSlam? Matter of fact, if I'm Becky, I troll everybody. I post pictures of me being backstage in my gear, uh, greeting all the girls and hugging on Seth. And then I don't appear. They need to keep that mystery. When is she coming and where is she coming? Now... Sasha Banks, I think, is a maybe, but I don't, I don't see her getting involved in anything. The only two things that she's really got to get involved with is the ladder match or Rhea versus Charlotte, and I can't see her getting involved in that one. Although I would love to see another program with Charlotte versus Sasha. That would be cool as hell. Uh, Especially with them maturing and growing so much in their skill set. Especially Sasha. She doesn't have to fake the confidence anymore. She has the confidence. And so she could go toe-to-toe with Charlotte and it be fireworks. But you know what? I would love for Sasha to go over there and teach Rhea a lesson. She's a rookie. Sasha wanted to teach her rookie, Bianca Belair, or something. But I know a lot of you want her to stay on SmackDown and want her to go beat Bianca. I think she does it, but she does it in time. Who do I think is going to win? I think Liv Morgan's going to win. I think they've been building her up that Sonya doesn't really care for her, did not want to put her in the match, 
did put her in the match because she was whining. And I think that will make the fans happy. I would like her to turn super crazy evil. We're going to be missing Bailey for the next nine months. Let Bailey guide her. I don't care if it's on the phone, because I know right now her knee is probably throbbing as she's sitting with a propped up ice in it. I can't imagine what it would be like on a plane. I imagine it would hurt. And coming from California to Florida, it it would definitely be painful. But I think she can help Liv Morgan through talking to her. Getting her confidence up. Telling her what place she had to go to to be evil. What place did she draw strength from? Where did she think she could draw strength, but she couldn't? I don't want Liv to be an obnoxious type character. I don't want her to be a copycat of Bailey. But I would like her to be the intriguing, mysterious, calculating, evil heel Bailey was in the beginning of 2020. However, I think they're going to try to get Zelina Vega to do that. And she has a completely different personality. See, everybody truly believes deep down Bailey is like an angel. She's sweet. She's innocent. She's good. She's truly the hugger. And she's just lost her way. And I see all the time. There's a guy that has wrote a fantasy booking a mile long about how when Bailey comes back, she will be a babyface. I think she gets a lot of pops. I think she's popular. I don't think Bailey disappears for nine months. I don't think that's in her makeup. I think they have to bring her back and keep her involved or she's going to go stir crazy. And so I think she's got to be involved somehow backstage. She's got to be doing commentary. She's got to be on Talking Smack. Um, Something. Her talk show. I don't know. I don't care. I think they have to keep her involved so she doesn't go crazy. So I am predicting Liv Morgan. But I will not be disappointed if it's Alexa Bliss unless they screw her up more. Um, They had perfect situation in January after the Fiend had been burnt to a crisp to really turn her into a super badass and run a faction. And I told you guys that. And instead, she got an imaginary friend. 
Let's go to the men's money in the bank. We've got Ricochet, John Morrison, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Everyone is saying Seth and Edge are penciled in to SummerSlam. Therefore, he cannot win Money in the Bank. I don't know that anyone has told Seth that. Because I think Seth's way of thinking, I think character Seth and real life Colby don't understand why can't I win Money in the, the Bank, carry the briefcase around, and still take on Edge. What difference does it make? Um, I know that he did a quick cash-in the last time. Maybe he holds it three or four months. The, seems like everybody's favorite is Big E. I don't think Big E is ready for a major program with Roman. Plus, they've got the build-up to SummerSlam where they're supposed to be having this mega match between Roman and John Cena, and they've got three weeks to build it. They don't have time to mess around and tell any stories with Big E and Roman. And then the rumor is the pay-per-view right after SummerSlam could be either Extreme Rules or Clash of the Champions. Well, Clash of the Champions, Roman won't be messing with Big E. Extreme Rules, I hope not he's he's not messing with Big E because they don't warrant Extreme Rules yet. Personally, yeah, personally, I want Kevin Owens. I loved his and Roman's feud back uh, end of November, all of December, and January. They botched two endings that actually... If this was real and this was sports, Kevin Owens would have beat him. And I think they've got to take that under consideration. And I think they can tell a story with Kevin having a briefcase popping up and still somewhat having to deal with other people coming out. Um, the shock, I think, of the latter match would be if Shinsuke or Ricochet would win it. They've been building Shinsuke up, but again, I don't want to see him in a program with Roman. I don't want to see him in a program with Bobby Lashley.
Um, Ricochet. I think I would enjoy a program with him. Um, with Bobby Lashley. He's so much better on the mic than Bobby Lashley. And I think he can hold his own with MVP. They've already had a storyline that they can harken back to where they were trying to recruit him for the the Hurt Business. I would almost love Ricochet to take one. Roman Reigns. Again, with him being on Raw, it would make sense that he would make occasional appearances over on SmackDown, but basically stay out of Roman's way for the next couple months and allow them to get done these matches that they want to get done. I know so many of you uh, want John Morrison or Drew McIntyre. Number one, they have screwed up. I think they know it. They don't know how to fix it. I hope it is not by giving Drew McIntyre the money in the bank briefcase. But him and Lashley having 500 fights, it seems like every month, has ruined it. They have to take a break. Would I like him to get to the briefcase and go after Roman? Yes. But uh, there again, it's already been leaked. John Cena's coming back, and he's taking on Roman. So it makes it kind of hard for Drew McIntyre to show up on SmackDown and play with him. John Morrison, if he would get away from The Miz... Quit the Johnny Drip Drip comedy garbage. Turn into a serious wrestler like he did when he was in Impact. He was still fun, but he was more serious. He wasn't a goofball. I would love it. I would love the John Morrison, uh, the serious side the one that was focused on winning a championship from Impact to take on Bobby Lashley. I think that would be a heck of a program because he's so daggone athletic, yet he's big, and Bobby Lashley is so much more powerful than him. I think they could tell a great story for the rest of the summer. So, if he wins, I'm okay. Riddle. Randy Orton, depending on when he comes back, if they stick them back in a tag team, they're going to win the tag team belts. He doesn't need the money in the briefcase. Um, And I know... There were probably conversations over the last month of giving Riddle the briefcase and letting him keep his pot in it or letting him uh, forget it or leave it somewhere. All of that garbage, him hanging it from his scooter and all of the little 
physical comedy jokes that Vince loves. Please don't do that. Please. I think... Personally... I want Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. I think they are calculating enough characters that creative can't screw them up chasing Roman or chasing Bobby Lashley and torturing them with a briefcase for the next four months. I think it would be interesting. I'm predicting Kevin Owens. Do I think they really give him the briefcase? No. I think we're going to see Drew McIntyre or Big E. And like I said, if it's Drew McIntyre, I'm going to be very disappointed unless this is the way he switches to SmackDown. We've got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I feel like they... I am a Rhea Ripley fan. A mark. I think she's got so much potential. She really needs to work on her technical wrestling skills and get better at her transitions. Because it's harder for her to do that with her being a big woman. I was hoping this program, and I told you guys that about two months ago, when they first started and it was, they put Charlotte and Rhea in as a tag team. And Charlotte was ordering her around, smacking her, playing, rubbing her head, and all that other stuff. I was really hoping this was going to turn into Charlotte doesn't like Rhea. She sees the talent. Can she learn to respect Rhea? And can she teach Rhea? They chose not to go down that path. So we've been left kind of with a ball of junk. With Asuka thrown in there sometimes. And Nikki thrown in there sometimes. Now they've made Nikki. The fans love her. Somehow. This has to end. Tonight. I know on the advertisements for the house shows. You're supposed to still get. Charlotte versus Rhea. I think this has to end. It's done. You did it in April for WrestleMania and you kind of screwed some stuff up there in te- in the telling of the story because Charlotte wasn't at WrestleMania. It's still hard for me to believe that three out of the four horsewomen were not in the ring at WrestleMania and they're all in the prime of their career. But. I think Charlotte deserves the championship. And I've never said that in my, all my life. And those of you who have followed me. 
throughout different podcasts or listen to me seriously in episodes. No, I have never said that. Charlotte has changed her body, her mindset, her confidence. She's actually funny now. And it's not because some 50-year-old old guy wrote her a joke. I love her being witty and sarcastic. And I like the confidence that she is showing of I am the opportunity. You must go through me to even get near the tier to the top. I think Today, I hope they gave T.J. Wilson this match. I hope today they tell a story of reassuring what she has, her athleticism, her brutality. But she can't get a pin because Charlotte's a veteran. She's more experienced. And I hope... We see completely different transitions from Charlotte to her same moves, but just different transitions so that it looks a little different. And I want Charlotte to win the belt. And I want, they didn't show it on TV last year. And that was a downfall of theirs. Uh, WrestleMania 36, Rhea versus Charlotte was an extremely good match, and I wish they would have told the story of Charlotte continuing to go to NXT and torture Rhea and make her depressed and make her not believe in herself and try to destroy her and make her go back to Australia. They didn't do that. Give Charlotte the belt. Again, let Rhea question herself again and then tell the story correctly. Tell the story of Charlotte beating her down mentally and emotionally everywhere she turns and she gets a rematch and Charlotte almost squashes her. You want a new tag team? Or you want a new veteran mentor thing? Team Shayna Baszler up with Rhea Ripley. Let her mentor her. Like I said, you can even form a tag team. They would make sense. And let's see vignettes of Shayna being the master talking to her about her mental state, also showing her new moves, um, getting her in the snap, tap, or nap club, but yet not showing everything. I would love that. Tell me that story. If Rhea wins tonight, I don't know where they go. I mean, they've destroyed poor Austria. 
Her only battle that would be left would be with Alexa Bliss. They're both heels, so I, I don't think that. Or it would be with Nikki Cross. Uh, so I'm picking Charlotte Flair. We've got Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. I know so many people want Kofi Mania 2 to happen. Guys, I don't think you see it. How can they continue having Bobby Lashley go on different podcasts or different TV shows or talk to different websites and call out Brock Lesnar trying to get him to continue to talk with the WWE? How can he call out Goldberg, who's rumored to show up tonight? If he loses to Kofi. Most in the New Day didn't want to see Kofi pushed to the main event of a pay-per-view. They wanted to see Xavier Woods get his time. They had that story kind of going about six weeks ago, five weeks ago. They didn't pull the trigger, though. They went with Kofi instead. They know the fans love him. And they're hoping to get a humongous pop tonight. There's going to be something go on. Even if it's Goldberg, but Bobby Lash is going to retain. Roman Reigns versus Edge for the Universal Championship. Do we see the Usos come out and help? Yes, I'm doing the finger quotes. There's a lot on Reddit that are predicting an edge win because one of the Usos turns on Roman. That's the story that we've been waiting for. Again, they haven't pulled the trigger because they have Roman's big matches set up already. Or at least their want list. And Vince will not allow them to get him into a decent feud that could be long term because he has these want matches. I mean, look at it. He wants him to take on John Cena. Why? No one wants to see it. I don't want to see it. John Cena's going to film a movie in August. There's no way he's going to win. Therefore, yes, Cena is a professional and will give it all he's got. It's not going to be a great match. It's probably not even going to be that good. It's real hard to suspend 
belief and get in and allow your emotions to take over. When the person you want to root for has no chance. And I've already told you, they need to scrap that match and make it the Royal Rumble match if Cena's schedule is clear and allow him, Roman, to do a story with Edge. Or do a story with Big E. Or do the damn story with the Usos. But it's gotta be a long story. It's gotta last three months. At least get you to Survivor Series. Then he can do Survivor Series. And start the next program leading up to Royal Rumble. I know so many of you want Edge to win. I would love for Edge to win tonight. I'd love to him to get another championship, even though I feel like he looks like a homeless person. I feel like his face is too gaunt. Um, he looks like he's sick sometimes. I don't think he has the motor to go. But from my memories of Edge, who I really want to see, I can't help but be a young wrestling fan that wants my Edge in my head to beat Roman. Sadly, Edge isn't that guy anymore. And I... I don't know that I can believe that he can beat Roman. (coughs) So, I'm picking Roman. And I'm hoping the Money in the Bank winner is not from Raw, but if it is that they come over and pop into SmackDown, you know, occasionally, just to put it in the back of Roman's head, oh, he may cash in, and I've got to watch it. As far as surprises, I think, yes to Goldberg, whether it be a backstage interview, or he comes out and some commentary team has to put up with him. Or he just comes out and challenges somebody. I think Sasha Banks is a maybe. With Bianca Belair not being there, and I have a funny feeling that's where they're going to go since Bailey has been kind of kept out of wrestling due to her injury. Um, and I'm not blaming Bailey. Please do not think that it was an accident. And no. But I think they're, they think they have to put Sasha Banks back into the title picture. And so I think possibly we see Banks tonight 
it would make more sense for her to show up next Friday, though. Becky Lynch? Unless she's trolling us? No. I don't think we see her tonight. I don't think there's any reason we should. (coughs) Unless they just want to pop from the fans. Or, you know... With the thing with surprises, and I was talking to a friend of mine last night when we were watching Slammiversary, that promised a bunch of surprises and did deliver. Slammiversary is known for surprises. Money in the Bank isn't. Money in the Bank is known for the Money in the Bank matches. That's the two big matches and what you do with them immediately after. Are they going to cash in right away? Are they not? Are they going to play the long game? Are they going to be calculated? Are they going to tease somebody? That's what Money in the Bank's about. It's not about surprises. You will not get more people to tune in to Peacock and watch this hoping to see Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and Goldberg Because they don't know it's a possibility. Not everybody reads the internet sites. They do, however, know these three can come back at any time. (coughs) And, you know, if you thought or you wanted them to come back, you should have been teasing it on social media, on the air. I loved when Impact Wrestling on Thursday dropped two different wrestling um, hints, I guess, Easter eggs, by using the words, oh, I think it could be a hot mess. I'm sure this match will turn into a hot mess. That was a big enough hint. You knew Chelsea Green was coming. Was she coming to be with her fiancé, Matt Cardona, or was she coming to take on Deanna Perrazzo? They haven't done that. That builds the anticipation and gets them going, the fans going in one way or another, and then you do a surprise. The surprise of bringing out Piper Niven with Eva Marie was awesome. The surprise, even though I knew it was coming, the surprise of Tegan Knox and Chotsky Blackheart coming out in the tank, being a tag team, it was surprising. WWE start doing some swerves and then telling stories about them. Don't just drop them. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, holler at me. Let me know what you're thinking and what your predictions are. You guys can get a hold of me at Pro Wrestling Overtime on both Facebook and Instagram. You can get a hold of me on Twitter. I am Pro Overtime 2 O's.
Pro Overtime, or you guys can just write me on email, uh, prowrestlingot at gmail.com. I look forward to talking to you guys, and I definitely look forward to watching this pay-per-view and seeing, hopefully, what kind of decisions WWE Creative has made that is going to take them into the next couple months. However, I'm scared to death that this is a filler pay-per-view when it never has been before. It's usually the second most looked forward to pay-per-view. I know Vince thinks it's WrestleMania and SummerSlam. No. A lot of us look for money in the bank to see who is possibly going to get the belt. I mean, they've got like an 80% chance with the men and and it's even higher with the women. So, I hope they make good choices. I hope they stick with storylines. And I hope we both have a good night. Um, I will talk to you soon. And I'll see you down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more. For your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more (gasps) bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, experienced staff at local branches, and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So, whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.